The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I did absolutely nothing. <sighs> yeah, me too. Nothing. I think. Pretty much nothing. Yesterday, for sure, nothing. I kept thinking, in the back of your mind, you keep thinking, oh, the, the, there's a game. Oh, no, no game. Oh, wait, is there something I I completely forgot about the flag football thing. Altogether. I did watch some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw, so I ended up watching the, the quote-unquote highlights, which mainly was just uh, Peyton... Being, I think, legitimately angry at the, at end, the end of the game. He I mean, was. I don't, think, I don't think that was him playing. I think no, he was. I think he also caught himself. Like, all right, I'm on TV and I'm right, and really it's angry. Football, and it's like, really well, I need to stop. Like, because he walked away. Yeah. I was like, oh. But I think people liked it. Like, you know, that yeah. seeing that he's competitive. Like, you know, or he, yeah. I don't think you could play anything with those guys and not be competitive. Right. There's a reason why they got where they are. Yeah. Because they compete about everything. Yep. Exactly. I agree. And, uh, I mean, we were just talking about this, but there there is basketball, yeah, which I, I would can't. think, you know, I mean, when I met you, you liked basketball, but also the Pistons were doing well. And they're never and, on TV. And, right. I do like the Pistons, so I follow them on Bleacher Report, but they're never on TV. Right. I don't know. When I met you, they were on TV because I think it was like the playoffs. They were good, you know? right. Yeah, and so you, we got to see them. But it's not that I don't root for them because they're not good. It's just like, you, I don't know, they're not on. Right, you have to work to follow them. Right. It's, you know that they're not great. Right, that wouldn't stop you from following them if you could. If they were on every day, I just watch them. Right, you know, in the background. But it's it's like Snowcone said, if Kansas City had a basketball team, then he'd watch basketball. Which Snowcone, you used to like college basketball. Yeah, I still like KU. Okay, do you watch the games, or is it just like you read about it later? Because you Uh, used to get. I I watch when I can. When we knew you. So we not know, that we, long ago. Before the Bachelor Board and stuff. When yeah. we knew you. There was a time. When we knew you as a person. Like, we <laughs> yeah. felt like we knew you. The snow cone that we thought we knew. I remember you being like, KU tonight. You know, oh, KU's got a game yeah. tonight. Oh, Slim, you should watch the KU game. You should get into it. It's fun. You were legitimately excited about regular KU games, and you would appointment watch them. Yeah. I, Those I, days I are over. Out of it. No, I still watch when I can, just not as much, though. Yeah, well... Mm. What are you going to do? I guess we can, you know, like last week we talked about the uh, these other football leagues. I guess we can hope that. That's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. It's just not. Football season is football season, and then baseball season is baseball season. And baseball, you know, if, I like you, baseball. if you're a diehard like Lazo, it's great. Yeah, because I can it. watch. I know a lot of people can't, but I can watch. That's the problem. Arizona and the Dodgers late at night. I, and I, I don't watch it like I do football. No. Where I'm engaged in every play. But it's on and I'm uh, entertained. Yes. See, and I like to have the local games on, especially on the radio. Right. I like hearing the, the, the broadcast. I like knowing it's on. I like listening to it in the car. Having it on the speaker outside if you're doing something in the yard. Uh, going to a game. I, I, yeah, I never know how other teams are doing it. And I'm not going to watch them on TV. Not to mention, if you're a cable or a cord cutter... And you just stream yeah. like some people do. It's hard to watch baseball. It is. It's 
not easy. You know, mm-hmm. with football, uh, you can watch over the air. You can watch right. through those apps, you know, like Paramount and uh, right. Peacock. Or you, if you really want to, you can fork over the cash, which I don't even know. Does MLB have a version of that? Where you just pay money and yeah, get and they get every game. I get like that. every game. Yeah, I and get it, that. And I'm guessing is that more expensive even than Sunday ticket just because the number of games? I or? think it's like 150 bucks for the year. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's so. If you like baseball, it's worth it. You just turn it on. There's always a game on. Because I thought Sunday ticket was like a few hundred dollars. I'm not sure why I thought that. Maybe it was only a couple hundred bucks. I remember when they first announced maybe it's more than that, but they're always running deals. So. Right, you get it, you know, Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale, this right. week half off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought about I have you, a membership sorry. to YouTube TV and get this, right? So right. it's always you. Right. So what did you end up doing with no sports? Nothing. I I cleaned my house. Okay, I did a little I bit of that. I did my laundry. It's exciting. Uh, I cleaned my car. I did a little bit of that, too. I vacuumed my Although car. Although I didn't, you know, go as far as I wanted. Yeah, me neither. I stopped. I was like, this sucks. Everything <laughs> sucks. I had, like, spilled dog I started food in the to throw and... out the bottles, and I was like, I don't even care about the bottles. Like, uh, you know, so I got the outside done and the front. Oh, I didn't even and clean I the outside. stopped at the back. I started cleaning I like, the inside. Cares? I was, like, getting hair out of there and everything, and I, I just literally looked at myself and said, I don't care. And right. I, it was, this was yesterday. It was nice enough outside. I'm just like, I'm, I'm going back inside. Right. There's got to be something on TV. And then I end up watching. I think watching I went to the gym. Like 48 hours. You went One. to the gym? Yeah, I mean, I do that, but yeah. Man, for like forty-five minutes. We got right, We got to find. We got to find some. I mean, next week we'll have the Super Bowl. Right. So that's something, and there'll be a build-up to it for you know. Well, I guess this entire week will be a build-up to it. But then what happens on Nick's show? I feel like this is they when after Super Bowl they just talk basketball. Yeah, I don't I, even watch. I wish I knew, or could just have some sort of like, even if it were just like the WWE. Is it WWE now? Right. right. Uh you know, where I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but, oh, I like this that. character. I like that. Yeah, I guess. Is that on? Monday nights. And that's on, like, basic cable, right? Yeah, Mondays and Fridays. I do watch that. And your boys are still into it? No, they could care less. I thought they liked wrestling. They did for a while, just like everybody else. They're kind of out of it. But I'm like, you know, they do other things. I'm like, I don't really have anything to do, so I'll watch it. Like, oh, like they hang out with friends and play sports and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Snow Cone, were you ever into wrestling? Uh, yeah, when I was like in fourth grade or so. And who like, were your early grade school? Who that were was during like the Rock and Stone Cold and oh, see, all that stuff still seems pretty Undertaker. new to me. Yeah. It was like the height of that kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. I mean, when yeah. the Rock was around, that was that. Yeah, was. no, I mean, I know you're younger than me, but still, because it's like I remember when they came out with the toys and everyone wanted the yeah, ring sure. and the toys, and that was still you know. Hulk Hogan, it was still the uh, Andre the Giant. Watch it tonight, see what happens. Who 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 are cast of characters now? Who are the big ones? The big storyline is Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Okay, Roman Reigns. Oh, you've told me a little bit about this, right? Bloodline and Sami Zayn. Okay, Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. And Cody Rhodes. And who am I? Who do you root for? Well, I do like Roman Reigns, but Sami Zayn has made himself pretty uh, sympathetic there. Okay, all right. So we got this. Is kind of like your version of The Bachelor. It is for sure. It's just a soap opera for guys. Yeah. Do you have a board? I do. I well, you know what? I, I watch enough that I know. Right. Oh, you watch enough that you I know. know. Snow cone. You got to get a board. No, I'm I know who's you. eliminated, who's not. Isn't today the day? Today's the day. New bachelor. Today's the day. So we what, update the board tonight. What what gets added to the board? Like, does someone get kicked <laughs> off the island yet, or does that not happen yet? This isn't Bachelor in Paradise. It's not. It's not an island. It's just. A, oh, I thought house. this was like Bachelor in Cancun or something. No, it's not Bachelor. I've been over you this a million positive? times. It's not Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, so it's a Bachelor. So when someone gets kicked off. Yeah, we, you know, we we add a name, or they, we you know. Are they to the point of kicking people off now? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, so someone will off. get kicked off tonight. Yes. So they still do the thing where they give everyone roses and then the yep, last person the stands there already. and there's no there's That's no right. rose. They have a so. rose ceremony every week. Yeah. So you watch them yeah. have these dates, right? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of watching the highlights of these dates, they give them because I watched uh, Lazo got me into Rock of Love years ago, I did which was just a, yeah. right the same idea. Yeah. So I have not the same thing, though. not the same thing. No, super over the top, ridiculous. And Rock of Love, they were just getting hammered. Right, just getting hammered. Hammer. I think they do that on the, the Bachelor. I think they do they it on the Bachelor too. Yeah. yeah, seems like there's a lot of champagne drinking and a lot of drinking. saying things they later regret because yes. they were a little tipsy exactly. in front of the camera. I the one that sounds intriguing to me genuinely, and I hate to admit it. If it's at all real, is the MILF Manor thing. Because, Lazo, I don't know if you know what the big secret of MILF Manor is. I watched that last night. Do you know what the premise is? No. Oh, okay. So all these older women, right? Uh, we call them cougars. Is that what we call them? That's it. Yeah, all MILFs. these cougars get together. The idea is that they're told, hey, we're going to get a bunch of cougars together, and we're going to do uh, like a dating show, reality show. Cougars, and you're going to date younger guys. This is for guys that are into cougars. And they all say, okay, and we're going to put you in this this big castle or whatever. Now, supposedly, the women get there, and they say, now, here's the thing. We're here. We're, we're filming. But there is one thing we didn't tell you about this show. Everything we've told you so far is true, but we left something out. And when they reveal who all the young men are, they're all the sons of all the older women. Oh, so that yeah. part does intrigue me. It's their good. mom is there, and the other ones and are seeing. And they're trying to date the older women, so they'll do talking heads like with their mom. And talk about I'm trying to bang this chick and she's trying to bang this guy. All right. And and also like, I'm dude, don't bang my mom. You know, that sort of thing. I'm a little uncomfortable. You're but, uncomfortable. Yeah. Wait a second, this is all you talk about right. daily. That's it's it's like your thing. Yeah, to talk but I about. don't want to sit with my mom talking about banging your mom. Well, well, that's what I just want to so bang your mom. Yeah, that is weird that they would have conversations. Right. They do a ton of talking heads with them. It's weird. Where the t- where it's the mom and it's the, the son mom together. And the son. It's like exclusively that. And what are they saying? Like he's saying it really hurt my feelings when she went after Jacob because she yes. knows I don't like Jacob. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's exactly. You're that. not intrigued, Laszlo? No, no. I'm a little bit. It's I need good. something new. I've watched every true crime thing on TV. There is to watch more than once. I need something new. I and did start that. You did start what? Just watching true crime? Over the weekend, too? Yeah. You got plenty of that. If you get the Discovery Plus app, that I I can testament it's about two and a half years of just nonstop watching. <laughs> I can't. It. I, I haven't brought top myself to it. But I'll get you. Th- I did watch one on Apple that I thought was interesting. The Con Man one, right? No, you watched that? I watched that. But I watched, I forget what it was. If there's a true crime thing on there that I don't know about, I guess I'll have to get Apple again. Because I haven't, I got, um, I lost it like a few months ago. And I, was I like, forget ah. what the hell the lady did. I'll give you a recommendation. I'll give you a short list of recommendations of things. It's so that funny that I, I watched it. It's like six hours long. I watched it and I don't remember anything about it. That's where we are now as a society, though. Yep. Because we binge watch shows. You can watch 10 episodes of something and be like, I think I started it. It's like you what watch 10 hell? episodes in one night. Mm-hmm. It's like, what yeah, the I don't hell remember. What was that about? Oh, it was uh, a group, uh, uh, a group of six people in Nebraska. Okay, and they got convicted of killing and raping a sixty-nine-year-old woman. Okay, are these the the group that's like uh, they're slightly older? Was there something an apartment building involved? There's in an this? apartment building. They went like into a brick apartment. building that's yes. like in the old downtown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That might have been on Prime. <laughs> you might have been watching that on Prime. It could have well, been it was on, on Apple. Was it? Okay. Well, maybe it was on Prime. What do I? Know? Okay, maybe like the it was convicted like the, or the Biz, whatever city it was. Yeah, the Biz Kane Six or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen a couple things about it. Did yeah. you finish it? I did. And 
Uh, you know what? I did think it was interesting. There you go. It was one of those things where it's like, are there false convictions? Are right. there not? You know? Right. And, you know, you get through some episodes, you're like, oh, these people are guilty. And then you get through a couple episodes, you're like, these people are not guilty. So That's you when know. you know they did a good job. Yeah. They, you keep you know, changing I thought they did a good job. I'll put together a little list for you. I guess, what, hey, what night's Milf Manor? The Beatrice Six. Oh, last night, I think it's Sunday nights. Oh, I can't watch Have you seen the Beatrice Six? Is that what the name of that thing yes. is? Yeah. It's yeah. on HBO. Yeah. Yes. And there's a couple different things about it. There's, it. That one's on HBO. According to our Twitch chat here. We're okay. Uh, well, there's several things about it. I think there's one on Peacock, too. Uh, it's Because uh, it is a pretty crazy story. But you got to yeah. watch Dead North. I said something on our Discord over the weekend yeah, about I Dead North. That. I got a message the next morning. Someone said, I stayed up all night and almost finished that thing. What is it? it Dead North, it happens in the Upper Peninsula. Yeah. Um, What's that on? It's on Discovery Plus, and I think you'd like it, man. Discovery Plus. I'll give you my login. I'll okay. give you my login. I'll okay. set you up with an account, just like everyone else. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Well, this didn't take long. Beatrice Six. That's what you need to watch. No, so that's that's what the group is called, but the show that you watch, you think, is called Mind Over Murder. Yes, right? Mind um, Over Murder. Yeah. There you go. There is something. There are a couple shows about the Beatrice Six. Oh, here, there is one. The Beatrice Six, Keith Morris investigates, so I probably saw that one, too. But yeah, Mind Over Murder is the one you watched on HBO, and you recommend. Correct? You watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's worth watching. So, I don't understand. Yeah, it's worth watching. You're like, huh, okay. That, it's a crazy story. I mean that that story is an interesting story and kind of infuriating at times and sure you know I mean anytime you watch stuff well, I don't want to give stuff away but you know what I'm saying why those things can be infuriating yes um, and speaking of murder and they do a good job of you not being infuriated to begin with sure and then they get you infuriated and then they're kind of like wait should I be infuriated you're guessing and they're like oh I think I'm infuriated yeah yeah you should maybe I'm not infuriated wait and then you just stop and you're like all right. I'm going to watch a movie. Right. I think you should watch the Dead North thing. I think you'd like it. Snowcone said, like, it's no good, so maybe it's not very I didn't good. I say it was no good. I said, you did. I you're like, it. it's low quality. No, just you built it up to be, like, the best thing that's ever come out. I just out. said that, and I told you right after I watched it, I was like, holy crap, this thing has been on a, my list forever. Then it's I turned around, I couldn't stop watching it, which is exactly what someone on Discord said. Yeah. But the Idaho murder, you know him, that's the murder case that everyone's still talking about. Sure. Brian Koberger, the alleged murderer. Um, he already has an admirer. Yep. You saw this? Snow- Snowco knows everything about Brian Coburg. So when did well, you find out about too this? Long. I saw that Friday, I think. Um, he's already gained a passionate admirer. This woman is a uh, single mother in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Quote, my love interest is named Brian and is accused of murder. And I just wish to connect with him above anyone else. She wrote that on Facebook. Lazo, do you think that when someone does that, is she like trying to inject herself into the story and get some fame or what is it about these murderers? You know, you had the guys, the the yeah, Caleb Bundy, call CPS. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, now so Ted Bundy, I think um, he was really good looking, right? Yeah, and charming. So yeah. he was charming and good looking. You're like, okay, so I guess that's why he won these women over. And you well, remember seeing those old, those old. Um, I'm not every It's like, every murderer, every right, serial right. killer. Yeah, but the there Boston was a, bomber. Exactly. You know, a lot of but right. with Ted Bundy, but even on, Charles Manson. I mean, the Boston bomber yeah. was good looking, but even Manson gets got chicks. Yeah, right. The, the, the bad guys, and like the, the, Columbine the dudes from Columbine. Still have exactly. Right. They have a yeah. fan page. Or My whatever. question is: She has a child. Do you? Call CPS over for being this? in love with the guy. What do you tell them? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, hey, this woman's I mean, in love I with the. I say, take a look. It's worth hey, checking take out. A look at them. Yeah, like just go check I'm not on the place. Take her kids, but right. you know, hey, 
Something, something to take a look at. She started posting on January 2nd, or public posted, it says days after he was arrested. In an early post, she uses astrology to emphasize the circumstances. Quote, but even without me knowing certain things about fellow Scorpios that make me feel certain ways, I'm still throughout my life. Oh, I've still you. throughout my life Do that had a healthy confidence. Do that from now on. He usually does. Yeah. People need to show us your body. You can do that on Twitch, can't you? There you go. Look there you go. That. Look at that. He's strong, isn't he? Yeah. He's a powerhouse. That guy's a powerhouse. <laughs> do you mind saying what you weigh, or is that too? Uh, like 225. 225, 6'3". Like six, 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 three. Three. Yeah. Nice work, man. Yeah. That'll get you chicks. Yeah, it will. 6'3", 225, that'll get you chicks. You know what else will get you chicks? Those being accused of uh, murdering Homicide, a bunch of sure. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm, I, I'm taking it that she doesn't actually like this guy's uh, astrological sign, but she's saying that she still feels connected to him. She says, I don't know if Brian – or sorry, I don't know if Brian is or was single when he supposedly committed the murders, but I wonder if he and I would have met, if he would have liked me, and if we would have connected well. And if we did, and if he did, in fact, commit those murders, it doesn't mean he would have hurt me and been abusive, although I don't personally know him or his temperament. Sure. That, to me, by the way, is part of the thing that I always wonder about these uh, obsessed fans of murders. Is it because you like to think that he wouldn't have done it to you? Mm. Is that part of it? Maybe. I, otherwise, I don't understand like the ultimate it. potential. Right, exactly. Like if you would have just met me, then he probably wouldn't have done any of these things. Right, right. right. Oh well, I mean, or at least he wouldn't. Potential. At least he as wouldn't. As much have as done. they love murder, I so. see what you're saying. I could have kept him from committing these crimes. Sure, I would have been good for him. But I was thinking more like he wouldn't have hurt me. You know, I would have been his loves. He couldn't hurt me. Yeah, you know, but I, 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 I think it's more like if he would have just. I could have changed him. Sure. It's just so weird. Most of the time when you see these uh, these pen pals, these you know, love stories in prison, they think the person's innocent. This person was wrong, wrongfully sure. convicted, and I'm going to help him, and I'm going to Well, once they get, get legal to know counsel. him, and the person says, I never yeah. did this, and sure. Yeah, but she seems to, like, she's saying, you know, I don't know if he did it, but if he did do it, I wonder if we had been together when he did it, if he would have hurt me. It's like this this weird thing. That's, like, that's when your podcast. Bitches love murder. Women love potential. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just go through stories of that. Women who love murderers and women who love guys with potential. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder how many love letters this guy's already gotten. I mean, this story now is the one. This is the national story because she's a single mom. And I guess she's like his big admirer. But she, she, he's probably gotten more. There's probably more love letters. If nothing else, maybe just because they think... He looks good. I don't Someone know. Someone on Twitch says there's a term for it, hybristophilia, and it's people think they can fix them. So yeah. that's what it is. Uh, allegedly. Hybro what? Hybrist. Okay. Ophilia, H-Y-B-R-I-S-T. Uh, forget it. I don't know how to spell it. But the point is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a desire to want to fix someone. Sure. And it's also got to make incels so angry. Well, I've been saying that for years. Well, I've been telling you, man, there's not a teacher in America I can't date. Right. And I think... <laughs> there's not. I mean, literally, there's not. I think a lot of women admit it, too. Not all of them, but a lot of women are even willing to admit it. Like, yeah, we like potential. Uh, I was just watching something where this woman was talking about she kept dating these guys that were, like, you know, in and out of prison or... Ooh. Oh, yeah, it was a true crime thing. Of course, over the weekend I was watching it, and uh -huh. she married this guy. She met him while he was in prison, didn't explain how. Uh, fell in love, and she's like, I've always been attracted to, you know, the bad boys. Like, okay, you know, want to yeah. change well, these guys. Well, this is a, an attraction of someone who's committed a crime. Okay. This isn't just potential. Okay. That's what that thing is, that word that they just taught Hybristophilia. us? Hybristophilia is attracted to people who commit crimes. So that's... That's a little different than what we're talking about. 
Oh, and I see people. Well, but it could be the same thing. Like they're attracted to drugs. Yeah, but there could be a lot of girls who would be, if you were a, if you were convicted of a serious crime, they wouldn't be interested in it. But if you were just kind of floundering with a lot of potential, that's where they like to step in. And I always felt like that's where, you know, anytime if I was at a bar and it was a social worker or a teacher, it's like, all right, I got a better than average chance here. I am a guy with a ton of potential and a lack of follow through. Habistrophilia is a sexual interest in and attraction to those who commit crimes. A paraphilia in which sexual arousal, arousal, uh, facilitation, and attainment of orgasm are responsive to and contingent upon being with the partner known to have committed a crime. Like, I can't have an orgasm unless I know that this guy has committed some crimes. Well, here you go, ladies. I have a ton of potential and I've committed crimes. No kidding. So if that's you... I'm your guy. The Church of Laszlo. Well, there were no sports, but it doesn't mean that there wasn't a big uh, weekend for TV because at least there was one thing that we all watched. Yeah. I, mean, I, I assume it was on TV. The Grammys? Did you guys all watch oh, the Grammys? Of course. I did not. How'd it go? It was great. For you. Did you bet any? Uh, can you bet on the Grammys? I'm sure. No, I mean like on a sports betting app, they probably don't let you bet on the Grammys. It's not a sport, but it does seem like something you should be able to bet on. At least in Vegas, there should be a I'm place sure. to bet on it. The 2023 Grammy winners. I mean, just if nothing else, don't you want to feel hip to know what people are into, what they like, what's what's winning awards? Sure. All right. So let me just uh, give you a little bit of a montage. Have a I guess I am well. interested. Not enough to look it up, but enough to listen right. to you now. Less than 60 seconds worth yeah, of uh, sure. highlights here. For best pop vocal album. And the Grammy goes to Harry's house. Harry Styles! All right. Best pop vocal album. There sure. you go. Harry Styles. Best R&B song. Cuff it! Best country album. What's Cuff It, Snow Cone? No idea. Oh, I miss it when DJ Cuomo was here and he knew <laughs> DJ songs. Cuomo. Like, <laughs> he, he knew he knew yeah. what Cuff It was. You would have known because you would have been spinning it for sure. I would not have. I now I need to hear it. All right, so that was Best R and B. Best country album. A beautiful time, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson on Best Country well, album. That's go. good because I don't think his health is so well, right? Yeah. I heard a couple weeks ago I he was in that. the hospital, mm-hmm. which I mean he's getting up there. For the best duo or group performance. Unholy. Unhorny. Unhorny. Who does that? Unholy. That's Sam Smith. Oh, Sam, Sam Smith. Smith is unholy? You've probably, well, you've probably heard this song. Wait, it's massive. Oh, it's that's a- the name of his song. Yeah. Oh, I thought Unholy was like a band. And I was like, Sam Smith is in some sort of Swedish death metal band now called Unholy? No, Sam you, Smith you and, and Kim Petras. He's unholy. Do we know Kim Petras? I don't know who it is. Noah. Okay. Wait, <laughs> is Kim Petras? Uh, never mind. Look, look her up. Uh, unholy, so it wasn't unhorny. It would have. I'm not going to say it because I'm not positive. For best rap album, Kendrick Lamar! Kendrick best. Lamar! Were you excited about that, Snow Cone? But sure. you were jumping up and down for joy. Yeah. You definitely had him. Best dance and electronic album. Okay, is that Gorbin? Corbin? That sounds like Corbin there. J- who's Corbin? The, oh, who's James the late name? James Gor- Corden. 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 Doesn't that sound like him? It does. Is he Kim the one? Petrus is a German singer. That is her. Okay, remember we talked about her like 20 years ago. We did? Yes, we did. Well, she's only 30, so. Uh, yeah, she was like 15. Well, I guess it's been 15 years ago. <laughs> she was like 14 or 15, and it was this big, huge story. Petrus began recording as a music teenager. Yeah, and it was a story here because In there was 2011. a debate. Yep. I knew that name sounded familiar. There was a big debate, and 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 it was in the news at the time. And now, a big you know, I don't know about he, what I I believe. I don't want to get this wrong, so you'd have to read about it. But I believe that she, I think she's trans. 
I could be okay. wrong, okay? Okay. I'm pretty sure she was. And then at the time, this was like the first time we heard a story about someone who was young. Okay. And there was like this debate about what kind of a gender-affirming care okay. should be allowed, right? And so it became this big international story about... Can you believe, you know, that that yeah. a that I a minor Sam Smith is non-binary. That a minor would get um gender affirming care there is you a go. big deal. Hey, you got it. Petrus was born in Cologne, North Rhine, Westphalia. Mm-hmm. Her mother is a choreography choreographer and artist. Her father is an architect, and her older sister is also a singer. She was assigned male at birth. In 2006, Petrus, then age 13, appeared on a German television current affairs show in which she discussed her medical gender transition. Uh, she then appeared in a documentary and talk show. There you go. Yeah, it was like a huge call, deal. Bud. Like, who can believe that, that a minor would be getting this treatment? You know what I mean? Uh, and then also, I think that it came up because she was when Julie was on the show, yeah. this name came up again. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And, and oh, okay. she told me who it was. Okay. So. An electronic album. Because we are witnessing history tonight. Breaking the record for the most Grammy wins of all time. It's Renaissance, Beyonce. So Beyonce now has more Grammy wins than anyone else. Okay. She is the all-time Grammy champ. Pop solo performance. Adele. For song of the year, just like that. For record of the year. Lizzo for About Van Paul. Album of the year. Album of the year. This is the big one, folks. This is like picture of the year. Who do you think got album of the year? I don't even know who's nominated. Kendrick Lamar. It was not Kendrick Lamar. Harry Styles. Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles won album of the year. There you go. I mean, good for him. So there you go. Have you guys listened to any of those? Uh... I did hear some Harry Styles. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Yeah. I was right. like, you know what? This guy's got some talent. Mm-hmm. It's I not s- like throwaway garbage. I, I don't. I don't listen to it in my car. Right. But when someone played to me like, oh, just listen to it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that single was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we kind of talked about that. Like, if Lasso had yeah. come in 10 years ago and been like, hey, this is popular, what do you think? We're like, right. oh, okay, yeah. maybe we could play that. Yeah. Uh, so the Billboard, I saw, because of the Grammys, put out a list of people that have never won Grammys that you're supposed to be shocked. Like, you know, Billy Joel. Um, I don't know if he's on here or not. Miley Cyrus, she's been nominated. A lot of them have been nominated. Nickelback, The Beach Boys. The Beach Go- Boys never won a Grammy? That's what it That's says. Crazy. Four nominations, it says. Guns N' Roses, three nominations. What was that look? I'm surprised. I mean, they, I, I would have thought Best Rock Album or whatever, yeah, I if that's that a category. Best Rock Album for, right? Yeah, that for Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was everywhere. How could yeah. it not? I have to see what, what else won, won that year. Yeah, what won right. that year. And, and right. usually if you mess up that bad, if you give a record... Because that know, was like the only big album, right? I mean... And then Chinese Democracy took what, you know, like... But that was like the one they would have won for. So right, like, but I'm saying sometimes they'll give, you the, they'll give you the do-over. They'll be like, oh, we messed up. So Spaghetti okay. Incident comes out and like, best rock record because we should have given it to right, you for Appetite. Right. They do that in movies all the time. They gave Leo Revenant. the performance right for sure. Revenant. They did it with Willie Nelson. I don't know right, if that's Willie the best Nelson. record, but okay. Exactly. Uh, the Monkees, they never won. That doesn't surprise me, though, but they, they were nominated when did the four Grammys times. Start? How long have they been around? Well, that's a good question you have to look up. I don't have a free tab now. The Supremes... <laughs> Uh, Def Leppard, they've got in here, which I think is funny. Also, never nominated. It's the first one I saw that also was never nominated. Is Def Leppard Journey? They had one nomination. Rascal Flatts, they never won four nominations. Foreigner, uh, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney's been nominated six times. Hmm. Guy can't buy a Grammy. That sucks. Kid Rock nominated five times, never won. Uh, Backstreet Boys eight nominations. Andy Williams six nominations. Toby Keith 
seven nominations. The Who never won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Moody Blues, also the Moody Blues, one that was never uh, yeah. never nominated. CCR, oh that's surprising, never nominated either. Josh Groban, Heart, Heart. I don't think that's all that surprising, right? Yeah. And I have to go back and look. I mean, you look back at some of the Grammy winners. I know I've seen those lists of yeah, like, here's, like when did it the Grammys get things wrong all the time, and they'll show all these artists that won. They're like, who's a taste of honey? You know, like who are these artists sure. that won these these Grammys back huh. when these other albums were popular? Tupac never won, but I think Tupac was ahead of his time, right? I mean, we, the the music industry hadn't fully embraced. Yeah, I think all hip hop is part of mainstream, right? It was right. like, no, we keep that at the Source Awards. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It hadn't been embraced fully yet. Queen, Queen. Now that does surprise me a little bit. Four nominations: Jimi Hendrix, um, Dirks, Dirks Bentley. Dirks Bentley. Yeah. Is it Dirks? I don't know. It's, it's spelled Dirks, but I feel like yeah. people say Dirks. Snoop Dogg never won. Sixteen nominations. Hmm. He'll, also, get one. He'll get a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, at some point, I'll have to. And then the last one they put on there is Rebecca Black, zero nominations. Huh. 1987 is when that came out. Mm-hmm. Which so one? I'm guessing Appetite? that would be the 1987 Grammys? Or would it be yeah, the 1988? It might be the 88 Grammys. Right, yeah. I mean, th- we just had them in February, right? So it could be 88. Let me see here. I also wish I could find... Um, I saw a list of like these artists that you've never heard of, and I mean a lot of them I hadn't genuinely ever. Heard Record of. of the year in 1988 was "No Jacket Required." Phil Collins. Okay, I wonder what was on that. Did they have like a big? best rock album at that? I'm looking. They must Comedy, have right. Country, folk, gospel, jazz, Latin. So I'm looking at the worst Grammy winners. But this just seems like artists that people that are polarizing. Chain smokers are on there. Yeah. Uh, best rock vocal performance: Tina Turner, Don Henley, The Dire Straits, and Jeff Beck. So they weren't doing like they must not have done like best rock metal kind of thing. or just a rock in general. Yeah, I mean if she's a rock, Tina Turner won. Right, and that's rock. Did you say rock vocals? Just said rock. Uh, they've got Skrillex is one that shouldn't have won. Fergie is on the list. Cool. Record of the year was We Are the World, USA for Africa. Oh, there you yeah. go. Billy yeah. Joel was a part of that, right? <laughs> but so, suck it. <laughs> the other albums that were nominated for Record of the Year were Born in the USA, The Power of Love, The Boys of Summer, and Money for Nothing. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy to go back and look at some of that stuff and just see what won and what lost. It's like, I know the famous one with the Oscars is Goodfellas losing to Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of those when you go back and look. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Lamore mm-hmm. and Ryan Lewis won Grammys. Yeah, they. I think they beat out Kendrick Lamar. What? Yeah, I think that's... The, there's a famous text that Macklemore put out where he texted Kendrick and said it should have been you. And It says they won Best New Artist, they won Best Rap Performance for Thrift Shop, and Best Rap Album. Oh, yeah, my beat, God. beat Kendrick for they Album They won Best Rap Album. Yeah. <laughs> And then he sent out a t- he tweeted the text he sent to Kendrick. Really? I was like, hey, it should have been you. I'm sorry. That's insane. Uh, train? Why can't Train win Grammys? Why are they on the list? Because it's Train. Hey, plenty of adults, moms and me's, <laughs> like a, a Train song now and then. I think they write a good, you know, whatever that genre is called, mom rock song. I think they're feels very like good it at should, it. Feels like it should win. Yeah. Godier. Hey, look, you can yeah. you can make fun of Godier yeah. for being one hit wonder or whatever, but... The song was massive, and I will stand by this opinion that the album was good. It wasn't just that song. I thought it was a good album. You did. The song itself 
if you're saying the album was no good and I'm being ridiculous, at least admit that the song was really good and it was a smash hit for a reason. Who says it wasn't? Well, because on, he's on the list of people who shouldn't have won Grammys. Worst no. artist to win Grammys. There's a reason he won. It doesn't say, like, you know, best future artist. It's not like, you know, then maybe that would look bad. Imagine Dragons. You know, they're just polarizing. People either love yeah. them or hate them. Mumford & Sons is on the list. Again, that's just polarizing. Lazo was there when they won that. That's right. That's the one you're at. There's a picture of him. With him. That means Lazo was looking at that yeah, he was live there. Was right sitting there. with them. Yeah, he could probably smell their cologne. Uh, Kings of Leon, why are they like on? Just because people are like, oh, they're not cool anymore after Sex on Fire. Or... That's weird that people would vote them on Worst Artist. Uh, mm. The Dixie Chicks, who are now the Chicks, I think. That's right. right. Uh, Lord. What's wrong with Lord? There's got to be worse artists than this. That was their list of people. That's just artists that you don't like personally. Yeah, polarized, there, I know there are lists out there of Grammy uh, winners that you've, you've never heard of. That's the list I was looking for, but sorry, couldn't find it. So there you go, Harry Styles, Lazo. He's he's the man. Yep. If he can't do it, no one can. And Beyonce, she has more Grammys now than anyone. She's queen the B. queen. She's the queen. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Chinese balloons, man. Chinese balloons. Damn thing flew over Kansas City. And the criticisms that followed. It them. was looking at your house. Yeah. Well, so, of looking course. Looking for horny stuff. The Chinese say. Chinese like, we need new porn. <laughs> Go to Slim's house. Why does he keep ordering all this nylon? And it's all being right. sent to this one factory here. Are they using this for weapons? Exactly. No one orders this much nylon. Uh, so the Chinese say it's a weather balloon, and it just got uh, off course, got lost. right? It got sure, lost. Sure, went over Montana. Um, the U.S. says, now it's a surveillance balloon. We looked into it, and uh, that's what it is. Now, there's been criticism because Marjorie Taylor Greene yeah. says that, you know. She's a uh, real looker. A Trump Green presidency. Yeah, Trump, a Trump Green she, presidency. She wants to be. She wants the Green be, Party? No, that's her last name, right? Wait, a Trump Green Party. Trump Trump's Green gonna presidency. Run for the Green Party? Trump Green presidency. Right, for the Green Party. She wants She's to be vice his vice president. Oh, Trump Pence, Trump she'll Green. Be Trump, well, Trump you know Green. what? They get a lot of people who vote for the Green Party to vote for him. It's smart. Yeah, yeah. Like, Trump Green, people. right, Trump yeah. Green. Trump, Trump Green. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I agree. That's confusing. She says. Good that, marketing. You know, Joe Biden's a crap president for lots of reasons, but mainly because he didn't shoot this thing down Biden sooner. Biden needs to find somebody named with a last name of Independent. Yeah, exactly. Right. There you go. Biden, Biden Independent. Um. So she says, you know, a Trump uh, presidency, this thing never would have lasted that long. Well, according to reports, the government, the U.S. government uh, was aware of the balloon as of Wednesday. They told Biden about it Wednesday, and Biden told them, shoot it down. This was like over Montana. Shoot it down. (laughs) Shoot it down. We are bored. Shoot something down. Yeah. So Biden supposedly told them, shoot it down. Shoot it down. As soon as they spotted it over Montana. According to reports, the military responded to him and said, hey, we don't think that's a good idea. Why? Because there's heavy debris that could land on populated areas. Who cares? It's We're in not- Montana. They didn't vote well, for us. And also, there's no one in Montana. Right. What are the odds that this stuff is going to land on someone's like, head hey, in Montana? But Yellowstone. Wait right. for it. Get, get somewhere else. Yeah, it seems odd that they're they like, like, no, Yellowstone. No, no. And it also seems odd that the military would be like, President, please, Show some restraint. restraint. Well, that's We don't want to go send Tomcats up there to shoot this thing down. You'd think the military would be like, you got it, sir. Let's go shoot it down. Something to do. But Well, hopefully we have people in the military who are like, hey, you haven't really thought about us. 
when this balloon falls is going to hurt people. And I'm right. sure he's like, it's a balloon. How big can it be? Right. Well, it was the size of a... Uh, Shoot it uh, over that Yellowstone Ranch we see on TV all the time. Goddamn thing's like 300 million miles big. I read one thing that said that the it was the size of a Greyhound bus. And I don't know if they were talking about the actual... You're telling me there's no room in Montana that can't hold That's a, what I'm saying. It's just mountains and openness, right? I, well, I've told you, I've seen it on TV, just mountains and cattle and right. cowboys from right. all I can tell. And, and those cowboys are pretty well spread apart. The odds are... Yes, of course. Like, maybe it hits one of them. But I doubt it. It's not going to hit, like, a group of them. There's not, like, public no schools in and Montana. Even then, those cowboys are tough. They'd be fine. Yeah, I would think so. Well, take them to the vet. Well, be good. They implored the president, wait until it gets over the water so that we can shoot it down. So they waited until it got over South Carolina, just over the coast there, so they could shoot it down over the water. And like I said, critics were mad about it, but uh, according to the, the what? What are you reading? Just that maybe you didn't read the whole thing. They weren't like it could fall down and hurt somebody because it's big. The military was like, yo, we don't know exactly what's in this thing. It could have chemical weapons in it. Let's not shoot it down. Okay. You sure. might have, you didn't mention that. That's a big part of why the military... I didn't see them say that. I did not see them say that. That they would just be a big part of why shoot, the military would be like, hey, let's just not because they're worried about people underneath it. So, okay, that makes sense. No, they're, they're not they're, worried that's going to fall on them. Okay. Well, they they're said the thing I read said it was the size of a, gray, a Greyhound bus and that they were worried. Literally, that's what it said. It's the sound of a gray, size of a Greyhound bus and they, they were worried about debris falling. Now, it makes sense that maybe they thought also it could contain chemical weapons or something. I just hadn't seen that. But they did shoot it down over the water, and it's a fairly shallow area of water. They say it's about 5,000 square feet as a cleanup site, and they're going to be able to get most of this stuff, according to the BBC. Yeah, well, the White House this morning is pushing back hard. They are defending the president's decision to act when he did. They say that he was briefed on this on Tuesday after the aircraft re-entered the U.S., and that he immediately ordered that all sensitive sites be protected. He was then given all possible options, and there was real vigorous debate about all of this. But ultimately, the military was recommending that they wait and shoot it down over water to minimize that civilian risk. The next day, on Wednesday, the president did just that, ordering mm. that they shoot it down when it could be done safely in a way that would minimize and limit the risk to the, to the public. Yeah, if it's got chemicals in it, just shoot it in the water. The What's that? If it's got chemicals in it and stuff, just shoot it in the water. What could go wrong? Right. I mean, we already dump all our anyway. chemicals in there anyway. Just blew just up that mix- asbestos ship in Brazil and sank yeah, it. Just and- mix it with all the other chemicals we throw in the ocean. Yeah. Who cares? Each cruise ship is just right. churning out 7 million metric tons of crap every the, single mile the it Dave goes. Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> right. The 311 cruise. Uh, so now, of course, the Chinese say, hey, it's a weather balloon. I did see um, former uh, CIA director. What's that guy's name? Uh, Brennan. I saw him say Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover. No, uh, Brennan. He said Walter Brennan. Well, come on, you know who I'm talking about John uh, Brennan. John Brennan. Thank you, Michael he on, Brennan. He was on TV saying uh, he thinks that what China's mad about is if the United States does surveillance of China in uh, airspace that's close to China's airspace, but it's like at least 70 miles uh, just outside of their airspace, sure. and we use these cameras and we take pictures, and China's never been happy about it, well, and. Uh, but there's nothing really that they can do about it. And they've threatened like a to giant take... giant ring doorbell over China? Yeah, they've threatened to take action, but the United States is like, hey, you know, we're just over here. So he thinks that what they're doing is they're kind of testing us to see and to try and open up this dialogue back and forth and, and start this whole, hey, look what the United States does. They're being reactive. They're just shooting down weather balloons. You know, we didn't do anything to them. Meanwhile, they're over here spying on us. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm not well, sure. Well, could be like, hey, understand. your weather balloon was over Kansas City. Right, like it flew in our airspace. That's a pretty big no-no. We... We know the rules about I that. I don't really understand. I, I, you know what? 
geopolitical agendas are beyond me. Yeah. Because I just, and I know people would get mad at me because I just become an isolationist, I guess, where I'm just like, why do we care what China does? Yeah. Just mind, we've got our own problems. Yeah. Just be like, hey, if you fly a weather balloon over here, we're going to shoot it down. But we're not going to watch you. We don't care. Yeah. Do what you want. He says, we have plenty, a, a huge army and plenty of nukes. So if you, you know, if you, if you feel you want to attack us, you know, you can't win. Neither one of us can win. We know that. So just don't invade any other countries and leave us alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we can say the same thing in Russia. If you, if you invade the Ukraine, we're going to get pissed. But if you're not, I don't care. Whatever. Right. But what about uh, flying something over the airspace that has? Well, I'm saying that's what we would have a problem with. So, like, but they, but I understand their point. Like, you're looking at us all the time, right? Now we're looking at you. I just be like, okay, we're going to be done looking at you. You're done looking at us. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, I don't care. That's certainly not going to happen. I'd put everybody out of work because that's all they're doing is spying on each other. All the time. So weird, right? Um, There's been a bunch of these lately where these these planes have had near misses on runways. I think two of them were in New York. Like within a week of each other, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and now in Texas, and I know this isn't huge news because luckily disaster was averted, but this was close. This is one of these instances where a plane was told it could take off. It was granted permission to take off. It starts going down the runway, and here comes another plane that was also told it's okay to land, and they basically have to avoid each other, and they only do it by a couple hundred feet, maybe less. This was a very scary near miss. A FedEx cargo plane and Southwest plane came within mere feet of each other at Austin Bergstrom International Airport in Texas just before 7 a.m. local time yesterday. Just minutes before the cargo carrier landed, a controller cleared a Southwest 737 passenger plane to depart from the same runway. The two planes came within feet of each other when the FedEx plane was forced to pull up as it flew right over that Southwest aircraft. So it's coming down. Then it's like, whoa, there's a plane. And they can't see that spot. They've got that blind spot. So someone has to tell them, no, 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 you've got a plane right underneath you. Now, if this has happened three times within the last month, I say if uh, these uh, departments need more financing, let's go ahead and give it to them. Uh, Air traffic control or whatever. Let's make that stuff safe. Let's go ahead and pay those people. And I don't know. I, I don't Why can't we build more airports? I know it's a dumb question, but... Is it just expensive to operate them? It seems like you just need some open land and and a bunch of concrete. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he is, uh, you know, the second most famous Kansas City chief, I would say, right? Is that fair to say? Uh, He and his brother host a podcast that's become uh, very successful. What's it called? High New Heights. New New Heights. Heights. And, of course, they've been talking about the upcoming Super Bowl because they're going to be playing one another uh, as brothers. They had their parents on the podcast. And I know, I wonder just, I, I know it hasn't happened in football, right? I know in the World Series it happened last year, the brother pitched to the batter. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how many times that's happened now. Just in my head, I'm sure somebody's looked it up, but in all sports. Wait, but did Because they, that was a big deal when the, because I think they had said like brothers had played against each other in baseball, but maybe they were both pitchers. Or they were both hitters. Maybe the I, I don't know if the Giambi brothers ever did it, but I know last year he pitched against his brother. I don't know if that's ever happened. Okay, it says the fifty seventh edition of the Super Bowl. Blah, 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 we'll see the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs grow up, um, and there will be one family in particular who will live out the Vince Lombardi Trophy uh, duel with their hearts in their mouths. 
Because I keep seeing that it's record breaking, but is it the first time that two brothers have been it might be against in one the another? NFL, right? Twenty thirteen yeah. edition of the Super Bowl. It is the first time ever. The two brothers. Okay, so twenty thirteen, yeah. you had the yeah. Harbaughs as coaches, yeah. right? Yeah. The Harbaughs as coaches. So, so, the first time brothers have played. It against looks like each other. this is the first time that you've had two yeah. okay. okay brothers on opposing. But teams. it's not. How many times does it happen in sports? Yeah, I, don't I know. guess. I know this yeah. is the first in the Super Bowl. This right. looks to just be talking about football. I do like you know how the the parents when their kids are on different teams they get the split jerseys like Colquitt. Kelsey's mom, mom has yeah, and Kelsey. It feels like her. Right, Chiefs... the Colquitts never did it. No, uh, no, because they're both AFC most of the time, right? Yeah, it was Denver because it was Denver and Kansas was... City. Yeah. Um, it looks like her jersey's got more Travis Kelsey. It looks like there's more Chiefs colors on there. Well, on today's episode, he said he bought it. Uh, oh, okay, he he's the one who did. It. So, right. And the Diggs brothers, but they haven't done it, right? Nope. So apparently not, because this is saying what Snowcone's saying that it'll be they're the young first time. too. So. But so they asked their parents, you know, who are you going to run to after the game first, the loser or the winner? Who are you going to go talk to? Who are you talking to first after the game, the winner or the loser? Probably the loser. You have any reason for that, or somebody's going to feel pretty crummy? Yeah. And I want to, and I want to be with him initially. I will be on the field for you, Travis. Uh, Jason will have his family on the field, so no, I won't be on the field for Jason. Mm. Is that why you're rooting for Travis? Mm. I didn't say Should've that. Got her oh! Jason. I can Should have got her credentials. Oh she, she feels bad because she's like, hey, you've got a family. i got to go be there. Oh, and she also said, because they're probably only allowed so many credentials, she, so if yeah. you heard it that at the end, She's like, Jason got his family credentials. Travis got, got me my, credentials. Got my credentials. Yeah, there yeah, you she go. said during the episode that, because he asked, did you go on the field after Jason won? Because she was there. Oh, okay. And said, no, I didn't have credentials because he gave them to his wife and his two right. daughters. Okay, mm. okay. That's, yeah. uh, so there you have it. And I also saw, um, I don't know when it was, last week sometime, they were talking about the uh, the curse of the uh, Rocky statue. You guys know about that in, in Philadelphia? Yeah. The idea that if at any time another sports team or fans of an opposing team have like tried to disgrace the Rocky statue by or deface it, I guess, by putting jerseys on it, things okay. like that, that Philadelphia ends up winning. Okay. So Travis Kelsey was imploring Chiefs fans – Please don't go put well, Jason Chief said stuff. That he thinks it's Philly fans. Yes, that are doing and then he Jason eventually said, like you know I think it's probably Philly fans right. going to do it. That if, makes sense. If, if Chiefs fans don't do it, Philly fans will because at this point it's become some sort of uh, I guess jinx, right? Yeah. Sure. And I don't know. I got I took it that way. Did they actually? Are they saying that most of the time their team wins, or is it like a perfect record now? Do they have no some idea. history of it? Mm-hmm. They made it sound like every time well, someone Phillies... has done that, Philly won. Were they in the World Series last year? They were, right? They, were did they lose recently. to the Astros. Is that yeah. right? Is my yeah. mind right there? Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. That was just wait. That was the most recent World yeah. Series. I think so. Yeah. It wow. Was Philly's okay. Astros. Okay. Crazy. And who won? Astros. The Astros. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, so yeah, don't do that. I don't. I haven't seen anything. Have you seen any pictures of the Rockies? Yeah, someone put one on the Chiefs subreddit, and it was just a T-shirt. It was a red T-shirt that just said like "Go Chiefs." Hold on, and everyone trashed like that's clearly a Phillies fan or a Philadelphia. And it, fan and it was that. real. Someone had put it on the statue. Someone had put it on the statue, but ah. no one bought it. Okay, all right, yeah. right, all right. Snowcone. We got to take a break, and then we'll come back and finish Doom Scrolling. We still got a lot to get to. The Church Shot Laszlo. Yo! Yo! All right, we're going to do it some more? Yeah, we're going to finish Dream Scrolling here in just a minute. Uh, I do have a Michigan story. What was the Michigan story about? Oh, yeah, it's one of my favorite what-would-you-do type scenarios. Oh, okay. And it happened in Michigan. Also, the woman who accidentally locked herself in the jail cell. This is like a horrible, horrible nightmare. Did you see that? No. 
Uh, 72 hours. That seems like a, a jail cell? A long time. Yeah, I think that was right. Was it 72 hours or was she 72 years old? I'll have to get back to you on Wait, that. And then also. They, she locked herself in a jail cell? Yeah, for like a few right, days. Was it, a, was it like a. It was a holding cell for the courthouse. So there is a jail there, but then there's a courthouse upstairs where and nobody the checks on somebody? So apparently over the weekend, there's supposed to be security there, but somehow security. Uh, didn't hear her screaming and knocking here. I'll just go what ahead the? and t- play it for you now. She's a cleaning woman, and she's in her 70s, uh, and she accidentally... Huh? Well, you know, that's also fearful. Well, I guess maybe if they said... Maybe they wouldn't check. I'm just going to defend the blue here for a second. Mm-hmm. Maybe they wouldn't check if there was no one on record to be in the in holding there, cell. Yeah, so they're true. like, hey, nobody in the holding cell this weekend, guys. Don't worry yeah. about it. So they just sit up front. May- that's the only thing I could think, because how do you have someone waiting in there... All weekend, all weekend and never check on them. Right. But they got to eat and stuff. And I just saw the one local newscast uh, where they were talking about it, but they just said that there was supposed to be security in the building, but they didn't hear. There's supposed to be a clinking of bar doors for this audio, but it was too noisy, so that's what they're referring to here at the beginning. Imagine being at work and hearing that noise behind you. No one around, no cell phone, and no way out. That uh. became reality for a woman cleaning a cell late Friday night. For three days, she was stuck with no food, no insulin for her diabetes, and she could only get water from a small faucet. According to the report, the woman left her cell phone on her cleaning cart outside, mm. and no one could hear her knocking. Deputies say she had a minor cut on her finger from trying to get out, but did not go to the hospital. Three days. We're going to pay. Uh, who? What? That, that courthouse is going to oh, pay. For not finding her? If I was a lawyer, I would, you're going to pay through your nose. Like that is a, She's 75 years old. You never went back there and checked. She's a cleaning lady. Nobody checked on the cleaning lady. Nobody yeah. figured out what. Like that is. Good point. And three days only drinking water when you're 75? And she's diabetic, yeah. I, I can't imagine. No insulin. I can't imagine. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, so it's, it's the cell... Where they bring you up when you're waiting to see the I've judge. I've been in one, right? So I'm, I'm guessing you know what them. these look like. So I don't, I don't know exactly there's what's no, around them. At least them. the ones that I've been in, there's no, uh, there's no bars. Okay. It's just the plexiglass. Okay. And the, it would usually you'd have more than one person in there. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, was there? I don't know. Was there more than one person in there? I don't know. They just said and if they never was came back and checked around. on anybody, right? Then and, I, if I was even in trouble, I'd be suing their asses. But three days, three days. My, that's my only thing. Is that hey, there's no. What about her family? Like, did she not have family that was looking for? Like, hey. You know, why isn't she home? She was supposed to be home. Maybe. Like, and maybe, maybe not, maybe, man. Maybe not. That's right. That's possible that maybe not. Right. Also, maybe, maybe her grandkids don't her. come around all the time. So they thought That's she worked true. and went right. home. Just had, you know, not to hear from grandma for a few days is totally not normal because the grandkids don't deal. check right. in with her every single day. Yeah. You know what? Call your grandma, by the way. Yeah, call her. Call whoever that older Make person sure is. she's not locked up somewhere. Absolutely. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right. Let's continue doom scrolling. I'm excited. Come on. All right. So. This is a weird story. Sure. Uh, ship is stolen, goes uh, off the coast, and then sure. encounters some uh, storm weather, big waves. I don't know. I guess those aren't rogue waves. They're just big waves. I don't know anything about the ocean. I'm from Missouri. I've been on it. So you've been on the ocean before? Oh, I was in the Navy. Oh, yeah. That's right. I knew that. So I've been like in the middle of it. So big waves. You know, I don't know what you call mm-hmm. that. Um uh, Treacherous waters, uh, turbulent sure. waters. Uh, sure. Anyhow, uh, the Coast Guard has to go out and save this vessel because it's, you know, 
about to flip over in the ocean, and they sure. get this guy off the boat, and they rescue him. Now, that's the first part of the story, okay? After Cruz pulled the man to safety, he was taken to the hospital. The Coast Guard posted the videos, and from there, it didn't take long for people in the community to make the connection. The person rescued was the same man accused of putting a fish on the porch of the Goonies' house two days earlier, Jericho Labani. <laughs> the Goonies' house? Okay, so I'm like, wait... This giant news story about the Coast Guard rescuing this guy and bringing him to safety, and then people in the public going, that's the Goonies guy. I was like, that's what crazy. Goonies guy? I'm thinking it's going to be Corey Feldman. No, well, you know, we did talk about in the news, the, the, the house, the Goonies house from the movie, got sold to an owner from Kansas City. Oh, yeah, that's right. And remember, we talked about that. And then somebody so put a fish on there. He was on TV saying, you know, he's got security cameras out there, and he saw that someone had come and dropped this fish off and just left it on the deck of the house. One of my buddies was like, dude, you will not believe what just happened. Like, check this out. But he pulls out this gigantic, like, fish that obviously is not alive and just places it. And, you know, being from Kansas City, like, you got to wonder, you know, is the guy sending a message that I'm going to be sleeping with the fishes or something, you know? Sure. Okay, so some, so the guy puts a fish on the Goonies house. I was unaware of that part of the story when it first happened. Right. I didn't know that we were looking for this guy. Then that guy apparently goes and gets in a boat, steals the boat. The sure. boat gets stuck in the storm. Well, what do you mean by gigantic be... fish? How big is this fish? That's a big fish. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I don't know if how big. For an ocean fish? That's a big know, fish. Big? Either way, like that's a big fish. It's a big fish. It was, uh, it was a big fish. Did you say fish. why he put the fish on there? Uh, if he has, I haven't seen uh, Is there any reference why... to a movie? To the movie? I haven't seen the movie, so is there a fish reference in the movie? No, I don't think there's a fish reference. Well, um, I'm trying to think when they're down there. I think maybe someone orders the fish. Yeah, no, I don't think that there's a real fish reference. Bonjo says uh, on the Twitch stream, which you can uh, log in now if you want, twitch.tv slash Church of Laszlo, and watch us do this live. He said it was so big Tim Burton made a film about it, there which Slim Fast cries at the end, and I don't uh -huh, understand why. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Why are you like, uh-huh, I'm just saying. You do. You love that movie. Yeah, and I'm not the and only one you're like, one watch this it. movie. I'm not the only one who cries at the end of it. I, as a matter of fact, you are one of the few people, few men, who didn't cry at the end of it. And have you watched it since your father's passed? No. Maybe you should try watching Maybe it Maybe I'll watch it tonight. There you go. Maybe you watch it tonight. What I remember is the father was a liar, wasn't he? The father told stories yeah. to his son. He was a storyteller. You know, yeah, just like were, you read a book to But there were stories about his life. Yes. And his son and they, thought that he was real. a liar. But they, he was. And he was mad about him being a liar. But then he realized that maybe he wasn't a liar. No, he realized he was a liar, but he was doing it maybe, to, for good, maybe. Maybe. He was being, you know. Maybe it's all in the eyes of the beholder. Mm, maybe I missed he, that part. And that, yeah, and that that's what this was all about. And then when he goes to the funeral, maybe he realizes, look at this. I mean, do you remember the end? I hate to ruin it for you since you've already seen no, it. He goes out and catches a fish with his hands, I think. At the, funeral, at the funeral, he sees these people show up, and those people were real. Yeah. Remember? And he's yeah. like, oh, my gosh, look, it's the tallest man. Mm -hmm. It's the shortest DeVito, all that stuff. Remember right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you need to watch it again. Uh, remember last week we talked about how Apple was taking some uh, crap for uh, trying to tribute or do pay tribute to Black History Month oh, yeah. with their fitness app by saying, hey, get a fitness ring, close your fitness ring 
all seven days this week, and we'll give you a Unity Award sure. uh, to honor Black Which History Month. Nice and someone uh, on Twitter said, hey, you know, this is a weird way to honor Black History sure. to put it into your fitness app. And then Snowcone said, yeah, it reminds us of Ikea. When Ikea did that thing, and we were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But he right. looked it up, found out. What was it against Snowcone? You're the one who said it first time. I want to make sure. Ikea served, like, chicken and waffles and watermelon or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we were like, that doesn't sound right. But he looked it up and found the stories, and it looks like maybe that did happen. I was vindicated. Well. Right. Um, also, I, you know, I get it. That that's uh, it's racist and we shouldn't do it. And people, but I still don't understand like why that. I'm sure there's a reason for it. Like, why chicken and watermelon? Like who started are, that? Yeah. That why whole, is that like? And yeah. I know it's been comedian sing, but that's everyone likes that. That's not a. I don't really understand. Yeah, I've seen stuff. Well, you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say it because I probably get it wrong. And I'm sure someone could tell us where that all right. started. But. Uh, a school in New York, not actually the school, but the the food vendor who supplies the, the food for the cafeteria, they are apologizing because, you know, your kid's school will put out a menu. Sure. And it says, I, don't, I thought at our school we did it weekly, but maybe they did it by the month. No, it's probably the whole month. Yeah, they do ours January. by the month. Okay, and then it, you get to see, here's what you have each day. And uh, like in high school, we knew every Thursday was chicken fried steak day, so that was always you sound like the same. Uh, Cartman. What? Chicken fried steak? Yeah. Remember that one where he went in and they made uh, all the vegan food because the kids protested, but he was super excited. It's Salisbury Steak Day. It's Salisbury Steak Day. I don't know that I've seen That's it. what you remind me of. Well, I did love Chicken Fried Steak Day, but it was also a little hip. I mean, people wore the t-shirts and everything. It was, was it little, Chicken Fried Steak? I love CFS. Yeah. I don't remember that ever happening in my school. It was a big deal in my school. I don't people remember anybody being excited steak. about what day th- it was. I think one of what happened was somewhere along the way, one of the, what do they call them, student council presidents, someone ran on this idea of like, if I'm elected, we'll have Chicken Fried Steak once a week. And mm. so they must have gotten it done. You know, mm. someone who actually followed through on a campaign promise and, um, you know, I got to reap the benefits of this person following through because we had chicken fried steak once a week. But the point is, you get those menus monthly, and it shows you what your kids are going to eat or what their options are. Ours always had in elementary school, I think I've told you this too, and you said yours didn't. One of our sides, at least every other day, was rosy applesauce. That wasn't a thing at your school? No. I never saw it really outside of school, but rosy applesauce was almost always on the menu. And it was just applesauce that they maybe put some cherry in. I don't know, but it was red applesauce. Anyway, I think one, I think my mom always packed my lunch. Oh, see, we had very few kids who and had then, the packed lunch in elementary school. I think most of the kids did. We just brought a brown paper the, bag and had movies, a sandwich and some like chips and yeah. you know, a drink, and that was it. I feel like in the movies, we got a lot in of high kids school, do. we didn't, but you could just buy stuff. We had plenty of vending machine food. Yeah, in, I know they changed all that, but when I was there, you could buy like you know. You get a yogurt get and a ice cream sandwich, and sure. boom, you're done. And Pepsi and all that yeah. other stuff, yeah. And we had, like, in high school, we had, like, a pasta bar, a taco bar, a cookie thing that was just I don't really remember Otis, Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. They had women whose they were there five days a week just making cookies for the cookie bar where you bought bags of cookies. But anyway, at this school in New York, they've got their menu, and they, they made a slight change to the menu on February 1st. They had one thing planned, which was like a normal thing. I don't remember what it was now, something that they'd normally eat. And the menu got changed, and I don't know if they were supposed to be doing this in honor of Black History Month, if someone did this as a prank. It's not exactly clear, but the food provider 
has apologized. Community members are fired up after students at Nyack Middle School in Rockland County were served chicken, waffles, and watermelon for lunch on February 1st, the start of Black History Month. The local NAACP also speaking out. The chicken and waffles and watermelon is a stereotype to black folks, African Americans, um, because that's what they think that we like or what we eat all the time. Right. Um, so I get why it's a stereotype and I get why we shouldn't do it. I just don't understand where it started. I'm sure there's some sort of racist history. Yeah, that can tell us where it started. That horrible, horrible white people in the past started it, but I just can't figure out why. Right. And I, and in this particular story, I can't figure out if someone did this, like if they snuck it in there as a racist prank, if someone did it intentionally and actually said, hey, to honor Black History Month, right. all the stories just say that the menu item changed to chicken, waffles, and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month, heavily implying that it was, you know, intentional. I mean, right. I got to assume that it was intentional since they changed the menu. But you know what? I don't know. I don't know how often. Is that something the kids have sometimes at school? We certainly never had chicken and waffles as a menu item when I was a kid, but also neither did chilies when I was a kid, and now they do. So. I don't know how that works. It's it's possible, but it's our mark. We know them, right? How do you yeah. say their name? I think that extra right. A there. Do they say our mark or our mark? Anyway, they were the uh, providers, and they were the ones apologizing. It says, the situation at the middle school was our mistake. Never should have happened, a spokesperson said. It stands in direct contrast to who we are as a company and our longstanding commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've apologized for our mistake, are working to determine how it happened, and make sure it never happens again. This, to me, sounds like maybe someone from within did this as a racist prank, doesn't it, to you? Because there's no way the company would have said, go for it. But, but... Then Snowcone reads me the IKEA thing, so you know I don't know. It it is possible, I suppose, but if I had to bet, I would say that someone intentionally did this to be racist. Hmm. But I'm looking not. it up here. Maybe they just really thought this would be a tribute to Black History Month. I don't know, or or is it possible that it is totally coincidental? And that someone picked up on it, and, and someone's going to tell me that our mark actually does serve chicken and waffles and watermelon once a week. You know, that that's a menu item like we had chicken fried steak. I don't know. It seems odd just because we didn't have it, but times change. What are you looking at? I'm looking at where this started. Are, are you? Oh, the history of that? Yeah. You know, I saw something over the weekend that was showing an old Ku Klux Klan. Uh, okay, so they say this comes from a woman. Let me find her name. Oh, boy. Claire Schmidt from the University of Missouri, mm -hmm. who studies race and folklore. Uh, apparently, there was a supremely racist 1915 silent movie about the supposedly heroic heroic founding of the Ku Klux Klan uh, was a huge sensation when it debuted. Uh, one scene in the three hours features a group of actors portraying shiftless black elected officials acting rowdy and crudely in a legislative ball. Uh, the message to the audience, these are the dangers of letting black people vote. Uh, the legislators, the elected black officials in this movie, 
are shown drinking. Others had their feet kicked up on the desk, and one of them was eating fried chicken. The image really solidified the way white people thought of black people and fried chicken. She goes on to say, um, let's see, it's a food you eat with your hands, and therefore it's dirty. There are no table manners when you eat fried chicken. Uh, so it's not like a knife and a fork type of thing. It's not proper. These are two foods that you eat with your hands, and it shows a stereotype of people who obviously can't eat properly. So apparently that's what it is. Interesting. This article I'm looking at here says that they don't know the origin of the stereotype. They have theories. Um, says with the Confederacy's defeat and slavery's end, early black entrepreneurship was bolstered by women selling their fried chicken and other home-cooked foods to hungry white railroad passengers at train stops. Likewise, watermelon was a cash crop and a token of financial independence for the formerly enslaved. But white Southerners viewed any modicum of black success as an affront to their own sense of dominance. It wasn't long before grotesque caricatures of black people with these same foods um, that had been used to empower themselves appeared on sheet music, uh, salt and pepper shakers. So they're saying like maybe it was a thing and then it got turned around as this caricature, this racist caricature. I guess they said grotesque caricature. So, but what do you think about the R mark serving it at school? I don't think that the company approved that, do you? Well, they had to approve it somehow. Well, I mean... If they've never they served they it, I mean, I don't know the a, highest. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works, but I mean, I'm guessing they don't serve fried chicken and watermelon all the time. So when it shows up in a the menu, they're like, why are we serving this? Somebody should have caught it. That's what I'm saying. No one, but no one at the company said, yes, this would be a good Black History Month tribute, right? You don't think no. that's what happened. I don't think no. that's what happened. Now, I'm not trying to defend them here. I'm just saying I got to believe that that's a big enough company that someone would have stopped that from happening if they knew that someone had a plan to do this at the beginning. Now, if someone who worked there thought that they could do this as a prank... And get away like, with oh, it. Oh, you know what? We'll change the menu. Because you could tell me that they do serve uh, chicken and waffles at schools now, uh, you know, every Wait, couple Wait, was it chicken and waffles or chicken and watermelon? It was chicken waffles and watermelon, I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's too, you know... Yeah. Somebody did it on purpose. That's obvious. Yeah, someone did it on purpose. I just wonder who and... And, and I'm leaning towards someone doing it on purpose as a Locally. racist. Well, as a racist uh, prank, as opposed to this will be a good tribute. Right. You know what I mean? That, yes. That's all I'm saying. A uh, 76 year old woman falls into a creek. Okay. She's got a creek near her property and she falls in this creek and she can't get out of the creek. She's about to freeze. She's about to drown in this creek. She didn't have any friends coming to check on her. There's no family coming to check on her. But the UPS driver. Hmm. UPS driver shows up, sees the 76-year-old woman, and saved her life. Kind of put my arms under her and cradled her and said, okay, baby, let's go. And uh, up we went. I don't know anyone at one time or another does not need help for something. Another 10 minutes and I would have been a goner. <laughs> She's not just a customer now. She's also a friend. Oh, there you go. Hmm. Good for you, UPS. What would you do in that situation? What, if I saw an old woman? Yeah, if she's laying in a creek, would you think it's her time? No. Like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't I go know get you. her. You're laying in this creek. You're about 10 minutes from no, maybe no, I'm not supposed to intervene. God has a plan. No. Of course. Of course you get her. It's not like a question. It's not like running into a burning building. Uh, the question is what would you do if you found money laying on the ground? My this it. is one of my favorite questions. 
And, okay, we got to take a break. I'm going to ask you the question about the money thing here in just a okay. minute. The church. the church of Laszlo. Yeah, man. Yo. Yo. All right, I find money. What do I do with it? So this Michigan woman. Mm-hmm. I put it right up my nose. She's walking down what the street. What about you, Silicone? Same. She's going to work. <laughs> She's walking down the parking lot at a, uh, what do you call it there, a convenience store, right? Like a gas station convenience store. She sees a bag. Now, first things first, if you see a bag sitting outside of a convenience store, like in the parking lot, do you pick it up or assume it's trash? I think the problem is the three of us, well, at least two out of three of us probably assume it's trash and we don't look at it, right? Right, sure. I mean, you're not the kind of person, if you drive down the street and see a a trash bag sitting on the side of the highway, you don't go back and think, what if there's something valuable in there? Now, that's a little different than just seeing like a plastic grocery bag sitting in a parking lot at uh, the gas station, but still, I'm not running towards it like, ugh. No, I mean, there's something in it, and I'm walking by it. I might glance. I mean, because it's not moving. Right. So I might glance in it. I I doubt it, but maybe. I kind of doubt it. I'd be, I'm afraid that I would walk right past it thinking someone just threw their garbage out their car in a plastic bag and it's sitting there. So she's outside this gas station. She's on her way to work. She sees this bag, and she picks it up. How much money is inside this bag? Mm. Take a guess. $7,000. $15. $15. No, $15,000. Okay. $15,000. Well, just shy. A few dollars shy of $15,000. Now, what do you do at that point? What is it like in a, what's it in? It's just in a bag by itself? Just loose bills? Yeah, they didn't say about what the bill situation was. Like, is it in was? a deposit? You know what I mean? Like a bank deposit thing? She, or? It just says that it was in a uh, plastic bag. It was cash that was inside a plastic, like, grocery bag, and that it was sitting outside. So I just imagine a, a bag, a plastic bag full of bills. Hmm. Well, I pick it up for sure, and I put it in my car. That's one thing. Yeah. And then I drive home, mm-hmm. and then I think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah, because I gotta think. Whoever wants that, fi- whoever has that fifteen grand is gonna come looking for it. Yeah, it's fifteen grand though, so I'm not overly concerned that you know, if it is drug money, well, someone's gonna pay the price for that. But I don't know if they're gonna be. Searching down individuals for it. The right? hell's not coming for it's it. Not, right. It's not a hundred grand. It's not. It's fifteen grand. Yeah. So if it's a drug dealer or something, you know, it's not like he's, you know, El Chapo. So I'm not necessarily worried about that. But I do know that there's going to be cameras there and they're going to see me pick it up. Yeah. So I take it, I keep it in my house, and I don't say anything and wait for someone to come. I don't right. spend any of it, though. Right, but you wait for how long? Well, a month, maybe, or something Yeah, like that, a month. Right? Yeah, and then after that, I'm spending it, baby. I'm spending it. I mean, $15,000? Yeah. That changes everything. Well, um, she called the cops. Who? The woman. Oh, she did? Yeah. Said I found fifteen grand. Yeah. I mean, this, this lady, she's an elderly woman. She works at this grocery store. She walks to work. I mean, she's walking to her job at the grocery store, and she stops, you know, at this gas station, and then outside she sees this bag sitting there. I mean, this is a very honest woman, because it sounds to me like she could have used the $15,000. She's not working full-time, but she is still working, and she called the cops. She said, it's not my money. I couldn't keep it. There was only one thing I could do. And I'm like, well, no, there... 
That's just not true. There's maybe only not one thing her. you could do. Right. Yeah, but there's a few things. Well, I'm glad there's people like her out there. Yeah. So, you know, the other thing that you wonder too, though, is I wonder whose money this is. And I wonder if I would feel guilty, how guilty I would feel if I knew where this money came from. Now, well, if that's why you keep it. Right. If it's drug money that fell out of somebody's car, What's mine? then I don't feel so guilty about it. Right. But that's why you keep it. So if you see on the news that an old lady lost her 15 grand. And she's going to buy a car. Then, you know. She put a bunch of cash in a bag and you're like, the, oh, damn it. Right. But then, yeah. you know. But at that I point, I'm little, in too deep. No, because then I get a little notoriety out of it. So if you saw that it was a, an old lady... Right, so I have this thing, and it's a week, and they're like, an old lady was going to buy a car, and she dropped the $15,000. Then I call the news station and say, I found it. I have it. I didn't spend any of it. You know, I didn't know whose it was. I didn't know what was going on. I, I, you know, I could have taken it to the police, but, you know, who knows? Well, this woman, by the way, part of the reason, or I mean the reason she's walking to work is because like a year ago, her car broke down and still not fixed. I don't know if she even still has it. So she walks to work, but she doesn't have a car. 15 grand, she could get herself a used car. It's not like she couldn't use this money. Well, it belonged to a bride and groom. It was their wedding money. Oh, man. I don't know. I think I might be able to live with myself. down on the ground and found a plastic bag that had... A large sum of money in it. This doesn't belong to me. I need to call a police officer. It never really crossed our mind to do anything other than turn it over. Inside the bag was also wedding cards, so we couldn't oh, find well, out that knew, it was just yeah. from a wedding that had occurred that day. Oh, uh, all right. She knew that. I'd probably give her $180 worth of cash. It's yeah. okay. I mean, it didn't belong to me. I didn't want you to know where the money came from first because yeah. I wanted to see where you would uh, I've been had wedding but cards and stuff in it. Then I know whose it is. So, go, yeah, I'd probably give it back. She goes in the bag, and if I read the story right, it sounds like the first thing she actually saw was money. And then as she picks it up, then she sees more money and cards. And so then she just sees all these cards, and the cards are filled with money, and it's clearly right. yeah, you know yeah, yeah. wedding day, whatever. So I wanted to see if I could catch you beforehand. Right. If it's a bride and groom's money, then I'd probably, yeah, i get it yeah, take a grand. Here's you dropped this, and maybe you skim a thousand off. Well, I mean, everybody thinks that, like, hey, I found this bag. It had ten thousand dollars in it. <laughs> right. I That's mean, of I'm course, saying. but no, I probably give it to them just because you know it's their wedding money from friends and fans. Plus, I got to assume the guy dropped it because he's an idiot. Now his new wife is all up his ass. What are we gonna do about that money? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I feel for him. So right? um, the money and the cards were returned to the newlyweds, according to that police officer you just heard from. Um, an officer's wife set up a GoFundMe page to help the Good Samaritan yeah. get a new car. That page has now raised more than $26,000. So there you go. So, you know, my fifth grade teacher told me what goes around comes around. And if you do the right thing. Right. There you go. Then, but I've learned throughout life that she may have been wrong because I always let people. It doesn't cut, always happen. I always let people cut in front of me in line at the grocery store when I have a lot of stuff and they don't. And no one ever lets me go in front of them ever. Yeah. But now maybe it's not the way you're looking at it, man. Signs come differently. Maybe, you know, you let everybody cut in front of you in front of the grocery store and you're thinking, Oh, my karma is that people are going to let me go in front of them in the grocery store. But your karma is that you have a job that you don't ever really have to be anywhere. Oh, yeah. There are no lines. 
Christ. Just get whatever, get whatever you want. Maybe that's your karma. You're looking at it differently. I did get a pretty sweet grocery store gift card from work. Right. And so maybe that's the, you know, goes See, like, you know, you're, I, you're always thinking that it's just that way, but it just might, it, it comes to you in different ways. I do want to be on the record as saying. You're never in a hurry. If I saw the cards in there, the wedding cards and everything, and all the cash is inside these wedding cards and I have to open it up to find all the cash, I am keeping all of it. I'm destroying the e- evidence. Even with the wedding cards in it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to burn the wedding cards. Well, they're going to know you have it. They're going to go back chance. to that store. They're going to look They're going to look at the video, and they're if they know where they dropped it, you know, the well, thing they're is... Well, they're going to track themselves. Right, but they, well. they might try and, you know, say, we need to go back and retrace our steps, but there's a good chance that as they're retracing their steps, just because they go to a BP and say, hey, we think we, we might have dropped something here. I don't know that if you're not a cop that their BP is going to be like, all right, we'll go back and look at hours of footage to see if you drop something there. I think I might be able to get away with it. I am going to hold on to it for a little while, like Laszlo said. I'm going to burn the wedding cards. That's first things first. Those are those are getting thrown well, I in don't the, burn anything until, I, until someone comes asking for it. I don't want those wedding cards anywhere near. And I don't want my girlfriend to know that I found the wedding cards with it. As far as she knows, it's a bag of cash. Now, I feel like we'd be on the same page, and she'd probably say burn the wedding cards, and she'd be okay with it, but... I just, you know, Lazo, you always say don't say anything, don't type anything, that you wouldn't feel comfortable being on the front page of the New York Times. Right. I don't want to say anything now that I know isn't true about myself and get burned for it later. If I find your bag of lost wedding money... You're keeping it? I'm keeping it. I'm just being honest. I think these guys would too, but I'm... I'm Snow cone, what do you do? Probably keep it. You keep it too, even though it's got wedding money in it. Uh, also, I, they got $15,000 from their wedding? I mean, see, these people have I money. Can't, I can't rethink that. <clears throat> That's the problem. Like, if I find a bag of money, I can make up whatever story I want with it and feel good with it. I like can't, it's drug like, money or Drug money okay. or, you know, who, who, who? it's somebody with a ton of money because who puts fifteen grand in a bag? Right. Like, right? And who carries loses that kind of cash at a BP, yeah, right? They deserve to lose it. And it doesn't have a, uh, you know, it doesn't have a, a bank deposit on it. Yeah. You know, it's not a business. Yeah. Eh, whatever. But once I see, like, you know, two Johnny and Julia. Yeah. Or Jimmy or whatever. Yeah. You know. Best of luck in your new life. I'm like, okay, well, they got really bad luck in their new life, and I'm to blame for it. Yes, okay, look, you may not believe me, but if I saw the old lady on the news, and they said, this is Beatrice whatever, and she was on her way to buy a used car, because hers broke down last year, and she got cash from the bank, which they told her probably wasn't the right thing. They tried to give her a cashier's check, but she just didn't trust it, and she lost the cash, and I knew that I had her money then I probably would give it back. Sure. I feel guilty about the old lady. Old people, I can't, you know, if I, I need to... Right, but this young couple, you're like, they got couple, plenty of time. Yeah, and 15 grand, like that family's got some money anyway if they handed over $15,000 in cash, or at least a big family, one or the other. I didn't get 15 grand when I got married, so what'd you make out with? You remember? Well, more than that. <laughs> okay, I had a feeling. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What are you doing? Did you hear about the loofah sex You just thing? said that there was loofahs and old people and they're swinging. Yeah, hold on. I just looked it up here for and you. They're putting loofahs on their car? Why would you put a loofah on your car? It's so okay, weird. Okay, so it looks like this started in Florida. Um, of course. Singers are putting loofahs on top of their car to let people know that they're swingers. Different colors are supposed to mean different things. For example, a purple loofah on your roof rack means you like to watch. Okay. A, te- a teal loofah means you swing both ways. 
Apparently, these are seniors. Yeah, seniors are time. And seniors are so different than when I had grandparents. Well, there's a like I just can't imagine. I mean, maybe they were, and I just didn't know. But I just can't imagine my grandparents being like, you know what? I like to watch. I just don't think they had it in them. There's a theory that this isn't real. There's a theory that someone made this up as like an urban legend because seniors are putting loofahs on their car. Why? I don't know. I mean, according to this, it could be because they're swinging. But there's a. But there's got to be some sort of some reason, people, some like tennis balls, to, so they don't yeah hit um, the garage or whatever, right? Let me see here. Uh, not everyone's convinced that it's really the, that that's really what's happening here. Seniors are tying loofahs to their cars. There's no question, but there could be explanations that are more innocent. Uh, the same rumor about swinging made the rounds on Reddit a while back. Um, let's see. I mean, you know, it's the New York Post. I don't know what the they call it. Sw- swingers swap upside down pineapples for color coded loofahs. Oh, it's the same reason why they do put stuff on their luggage, so they can put the loofah on their car because they're getting older and they can't remember where they parked their car, so they get to go look. And if it's a purple loofah, then they know where they parked their car. Ah, there you go. Man, being a senior. Well, you know what? Hell, I, I. Have a hard time finding my car at the Chiefs game anyway, so maybe I could try that. But I mean, that says wild retirees gateway. They've been caught on video displaying loofahs on their cars to distinguish their swinging sexual styles. Um, it says it's the little the villages. The, yeah, there's a the little strong loofah, mm-hmm. and they're putting the color like on, on there so they can see something? their car. Yeah, uh, the villages rocking out with their loofahs out. My grandmother lives in Florida. Um, she very seriously said, I think I'm going to move to the villages. They know how to f- have fun. And we all died laughing, one child wrote. Oh, here's the pictures. Okay, see, they've got one Oh, or two. and they're not even really putting loofahs. Well, these are loofahs that I'm looking at. Okay, this is so exactly what... They've got loofahs on those cars. Okay, this is exactly something my father would have done when he was alive. The picture I'm seeing in South Florida is the... Uh, what are those floaty things? The noodles? Yeah, they're cutting off part of the noodles, putting it on oh, the yeah? car so they can find it. Well, this says each colorful loofah represents a different sexual style. And this is inside the villages. This is a new... First of, first off, uh, this is apparently from the villages' website. The item that the villages will sometimes put on their cars, typically not a loofah, but more commonly a pool noodle. Okay. The reason some people do this is to help them find their vehicle more easily in a crowded parking lot. Much like putting colorful luggage on your black suitcase so it stands out among all other black suitcases on the line, it's the same idea. If you've ever stepped outside of a Publix on a sunny central Florida afternoon and tried to spot your white car among the sea of all the other white cars and don't quite remember which aisle you parked, this helps you. That's it. Uh, Well, I like the New York Post definition or explanation better. White is for beginners. Black is for those who want it all complex. Other colors, including teal, are reserved for those who identify as bisexual. Purple are for those who like to watch. Hmm. Also, it says uh, it started at the villages where they talk about the villages was a place that had the STD rumor. Oh, was that the same Which spot? apparently wasn't true. It wasn't? And one of the reasons why... The villages people use the pool noodles is where it started is because they all get a white golf cart. 
Mm. So they're like, it could be anybody's golf cart when they get out there. So they put a pool noodle on there so they know which one's there. That STD story wasn't true? No. We're talking about the one from like years ago where they said that seniors and retirement communities were getting STDs. I never knew that that was, uh, uh, I guess, not true. White is for novice beginners. Purple is for voyeur, like to watch. Pink means you're a soft swap. People who like to do it with others in the room. Teal is for bisexual, if you want to increase your chances. Black is full swap, those who say to hell with it and go all the way. Yellow is mid-level swap for those who want to have fun but are still nervous. And blue is the lowest level of full swap, those who can play well with others. I don't totally understand what all the swap, full swap, partial swap. Anyway, if you see the sea of loofahs attached to your car, here's a friendly guide. So it's all just something someone probably made up on Reddit, high on Adderall. Yeah. It shows stats of that area and people with STDs now. And here's a chart of new STD cases per 100,000 people age 55 in Sumter County versus the state as a whole. And the thing I thought, and I probably just don't remember, I <clears> thought it was at a nursing home anyway where they said that was happening. Maybe it was just a retirement community. Yeah. I thought that and was And the odd. village's number does not really go up from 2006 to 2020. And actually, the number of Florida goes up from 10 to 40 for uh, everybody for, else. Uh, for the STDs overall? Yeah, STD of Florida people overall, it goes from in 2006, 10 per 100,000, I guess. Okay. Uh, up to 45 per 100,000. Okay. And the 55 to 100 stays right at about zero. Okay. Like maybe five people. And by 2023, it gets up to like less than 10, maybe seven people. Okay. Well, damn, all that fun stuff always turns out not to be true. I was excited, like, when I first heard that SCD story, like, man, that means you still have sex in your, you know, old people are still having sex. Well, we saw that documentary. Yeah, I didn't know if they're actually, are they... Are they going all the way? I know they're dancing and drinking together. Well, are they going they home and having sex? That one guy certainly was. Man. What was the name of that thing? We'll never remember. I don't it now. remember, but man, someone will message us. It does make me feel bad sometimes. Yeah. I am that guy. Hey, I know Snowcone says we got to wrap it up here in a second, but real quick, I did see this today, mm-hmm. and uh, they were asking people how much you would pay to get rid of these things, to rid these things from your life forever. Okay, so I I thought this was good, and I'm curious what you guys would pay for these things. And the first one's hangovers. How much would you pay to never have to deal with a never another hangover? You could drink as much as you want, never have a hangover again. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't be anxious about the decisions you made the night before, but you wouldn't have a physical hangover. How, what are you going to do? How much would you pay to never have a hangover again? I don't really get them, so. Yeah, Lazo says he doesn't get hangovers. Not much. Uh, people said $3,200 is what they'd pay. Okay. Um, migraines. That's another thing Lazo never gets. Migraines or other uh, s- severe headaches. How yeah. much would you pay to never get another one? Lazo's not sure he's ever had I one. I mean, I'd buy some. I'd, I'd pay something for insurance. Because I, I wouldn't want to not pay for it and then in three years somehow oh, start, start beginning start debilitating. migraines all the like, time? I don't know. I got, you know, a few hundred bucks laying around. Just let me pay it in insurance. Well, people said $9,300 is what they would pay okay. right now. To never throw up again. Oof. That would be a decent amount. You would pay. You guys really hate I throwing hate up. I hate throwing up. You do too, right? It. So what would you pay 
to never throw up again. You could eat whatever you wanted, drink whatever you want, you never throw up again. And let's go ahead and say you never feel nauseous. 500 bucks. 500 bucks? Never feel nauseous. That's even more. Well, like never feel like you're about to throw up. Yeah, that's nauseous. Right. So a thousand bucks. Because because what good is it if you know just to say I paid all this money I never throw up again but I feel like I'm. But actually it would be okay because Because at least you know you're like oh I'm feeling nauseous but I ain't gonna throw up so it don't matter. Oh see now my worst fear is when I start feeling nauseous and I'm like I hope I'm able to throw up because I don't want to keep feeling like this. Yeah, because I I try and make it happen. Ten thousand three hundred dollars is what people said they pay for throwing up. Acne pimples. Boy, what would I have paid in high school? I'll tell you what. I would have started to go fund me. I would yeah. have gotten signatures. I would have sold beef sticks door to door. Whatever I have to do, I would have raised. We as all much got money across the beer, man. That was there's, mine. A, there's a ton of stuff that makes none of us perfect. I just never really dealt with that. Right, for a lot of people reason. don't. But that was my thing. It really, Since really. I never sucked. washed my face. It sucked. Um, I'm being know, honest. Is that like you know water goes over my mm-hmm. face, but I don't know how many times. In my lifetime, scrubbed it for mm-hmm. no for no reason, without it being dirty or something. You know what I mean? Like when we have acne, they tell you not to. Like, I don't, don't get, ever don't do put it. Soap on your face. Don't do anything. Your skin is sensitive, and it's genetic. So and like, I told people they're like, "Oh, that's great." I'm like, "I don't know. I just let it run under the. I certainly let it run under the water. And sometimes I'll put soap on my hands and do this, but only if I'm feeling like, uh, man, I gotta wake up. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna yeah. put some of this soap on my face, but for the most part. Yeah. Of the four, That's just not a place where I put soap. Four kids in my family, two of us got it, two didn't. And, you know, the two that didn't, just like it never was a thing. They never had an issue with it. Which, Snowcone, you said you – wait, I, you never had acne, right? That wasn't a big no, thing you had really. to fight with? Okay. Um, so I would have paid a lot. But, again, like you said, it's right. I mean, it's something been, you right. fought. They said $11,200. Again, I would have pay, I pay an insurance. Uh, stomach aches and cramps. You never have another stomach ache or cramp. I don't get that a lot either. Stomach aches don't bother me that much. Mm. Give you a couple hundred bucks, I guess, whatever. $12,100. Wow. I guess that feeling that's a, when it, women. If, if you have it, that's something in cramps, right? Mm. If you wake up in the middle of the night because your stomach hurts that bad, that, that does suck, but that's so rare for me. Uh, to never have to deal with COVID again. Now, does this mean I never have to get COVID again? Or, or the world never has to deal I'd with COVID again? I pay a lot again? if the world never yeah. had to do it. But for me to never get COVID again, I don't know. That's right. not a priority for me. Thirteen thousand five hundred allergies was the second highest. I'd pay a decent amount for that. My allergies are a pain in my ass. Fourteen thousand dollars. People were willing I mean, to pay. I'd pay something for it too. I don't know about fourteen right. grand. Uh, it, the other thing too, it's all relative. How much money do you have? Right. Sure. You know, if I'm Paris Hilton, then of course I'll pay all these things. Like you said, even if it's just for insurance. Right. Just give me the number. Yeah. But fourteen thousand dollars for allergies. And but then, allergies for me are a pain. The jump between number two and number one is huge. The number one thing was insomnia. How much would you pay to never have to deal with insomnia again? Nothing. Why? My doctor can give me stuff for it, and usually it's covered by my insurance. Yeah, but, you know, then don't you worry sometimes that you're going to feel that, like, uh, extra tired hangover thing from the he sleeping medication? You give me something for that, too. Well, that's true. I mean, if you can keep getting medication for it, I guess. I mean, but as long as you're not abusing it. Or I mean, like, that to me seems to be, like... No, one, I don't have to get up at six o'clock in the morning. So if my, you know, sleep medication kicks in, I, you know, I'm I've slept it all off if I need to. And second, if I did have to get up for some reason, you know, I can figure out something. It also to keep sounds me up. like you don't really deal with actual insomnia, like where you're up all night. Where I you used lay to, there all night. You can't sleep. I tell you what'll cure it is kids. 
Yeah. So when I don't have my kids, I can like last night I stayed up and just kept watching movies and I looked at the clock. I was like, is it three thirty? Jesus Christ, I should go to bed. But you know, one day, if you want to fix insomnia, at least for me, when my I gotta wake my kids up at five forty five in the morning. I'm I'm not staying up till three thirty on Tuesday night. Well, for a lot of people that's a that's Actually, mm. part of the problem, when they have to go to bed earlier because they got to get up in the morning, then it makes it even harder for them to go to sleep. Yeah. I know that was my ex's problem. You know, she had to be Well, that'll at happen seven. the first night. Mm-hmm. So the first night I have the boys, I'm like, oh, man, I can't sleep in. I can't sleep in. I can't sleep in. I know the alarm's going off. So I may only get two hours of sleep or something. But then that second night where I got to do it again, I'm exhausted by 930 because I only had an hour of sleep last yeah, night. I think I guess it's just different for everyone. Like, my ex couldn't sleep at all. It was a huge problem. For me, Well, that's just because she laying next to a dude she didn't love. Well, okay. You I know, mean, that is hard. Like, that something. changes things. I don't, right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? All like, right. how well, do I get out of this relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, people would... Pay I'm up. not making fun. I'm just saying you know, there's a lot pay, of stressors to that. People would pay almost $30,000 yeah, sure. to never deal with the we'll again. That a more, divorce more, attorney, than, so. more than twice... For number two, which is allergies. So insomnia is the biggest one, I guess. What was it? What's the thing you would pay? Only buy one thing to never have to deal with thing in your life. And it can't be one of these things like wishing for more wishes. Like I'd pay to never have to yeah. worry about money again. But like <clears throat> things like this, you know, throwing up, stomach pain, allergies, insomnia. What's your thing? I would pay anxiety to never yeah. have to deal with like. Now, if it's justified anxiety, and that's it can't fine. be like debilitating diseases or anything. You right. that's too right. Like I don't want to worry about right. cancer. Right, right. That's Something else may get me, but I just want to know. Yeah, I'd pay a lot for that. I would pay whatever I could possibly come up with for anxiety. If you told me you're still going to be anxious when there's something to be anxious about, but if you could get right. rid of all the other times when it's just there for no reason, I'd pay whatever people are willing to donate to my GoFundMe. Right. All right. Sorry, Snow Cone. Are we We're gone? Out of time. We're yeah. gone. All yeah. right. Good show, Chinese Balloons. Stay positive, kids. The Church, the Church of Laszlo.